we need to get into this Avatar shit because we're coming to the end and I'm ready for some Avatar. So I'm ready I'm, for some action. I'm Jay Dye. And I'm Leslie. And we're homo in training. And I'm homo. <laughs> I'm homo. And every week we switch between topics, but something that doesn't fucking change is every Saturday we drop um, an Avatar that lost Airbender, which we've been doing a review and recap for the last several several months yeah which has been great it's been fun it's been great um so make sure you listen to this commercial bitch because we're broke and anchor is still giving us fund our dreams (laughs) fund our dreams oh yeah help fund our dreams All right, bitch. So, who is gonna recap last episode? I'm pretty you, sure it's gonna be. You're gonna have. You're gonna have to do it. I'll give me thirty seconds. You know what? No. Give me. <laughs> give me twenty five. <laughs> All right. Ready, Ready, set. Go. So Katara is on a mission with Zuko to find who killed her mommy. So she goes, she tracks this bitch down, she blood bends at him. And then Zuko gets scared, pisses his pants, and Katara learns to for not forgive or forget, but move on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Oh. Oh, well, five seconds to spare, bitch. Bitch, what? Okay, so the episode starts with the gang. They're just getting done. Yeah. Uh, Practicing firebending. Yeah. Uh, Zuko all of a sudden got a fucking man bod. I'm just like... all of a sudden, he's super fit. And I was like, okay, 12 pack? I doubt it. Come on. They're tired. Yeah, they're tired. And they're hiding. Because everyone knows, and Azula is probably searching for them. And something comes up while they're in town where they find a poster of a play Mm -hmm. about their lives. Sokka and his girlfriend. Would Would it be appropriate to assume that they're dating? Yeah. Yeah. And they are like, what is this? And they want to go see it. They're curious. Katara is hesitant at first, but Sokka's like, this is exactly the kind of find I've been missing. Well, what he said is like, he pretty much says this is the like time wasting thing that I've been waiting for, which I think is also kind of a callback to the episode because... This is rated as one of the lowest episodes because, I mean, we just got done with fucking Katara realizing that she's a psycho, but also not. Uh-huh. Uh, Boiling Rock, where they just escaped and fucking Ty Lee and May a fucking... They're, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's right. It's like we get a little like, um, what do they call it when there's like a... Filler? A filler. Yeah. We kind of get like a filler when it's like we have all these questions. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of like a... Like, kind of like a call to that, mm-hmm. I find, because that was very actual verbatim what people say, is that this was a waste of time because the next one is, like, kind of like the Aang one where he couldn't sleep. Okay. okay. But I think that's just, Honestly, like, they're just prepping us. Yeah. Chill. We need a break. Seriously. Um, and then what they find out was that someone has been traveling the world, ca- gathering the stories, <laughs> and they've talked to everybody that they've come across, even our Cabbage Man our, friend. My Cabbage! So basically, they have a stalker. do they have a stalker or are they stalking him yeah he's just trying to sell his cabbages dude seriously um so they make it to the play and everybody's nervous um there's a really funny scene where ang was kind of sitting next to katara but not close enough where it was obvious and zuko takes us an open seat yeah and ang can't really explain himself and why he wants to sit there which i think is a cute little cute little thing and zuko obviously doesn't have the perception to be like Aang likes Katara like they want to like he wants to sit next to yeah. this girl yeah no, <laughs> no he totally cock blocks him 
<laughs> and then the play starts and <laughs> what do you think about these portrays of um we've we've met Katara so far in Sokka. What do you think about their little I think that it it's so basic. I think that this person that was collecting data just got bits and pieces and exaggerated it For completely sure. because you know, it starts off with Katara being like, we can only hope. <laughs> hope uh, is all we have. Hope is all we have. And then we have a full-blown woman playing a child because her cleavage is busting out. <laughs> and then you have... She's an old woman. Then you have so- Sokka that all he can say basically is like, I'm hungry. Literally. Because literally Sokka, you know, so being a man, sometimes it's just like, man, when are we going to get food? Which yeah. we have heard him say through the seasons. Yeah. Uh, but that's literally the one note. They're so one note. Yeah. And then Aang is played by a woman. <laughs> and like a high-pitched woman. And I think it's because Aang obviously is young, like a child. Yeah. And so like imagine saying, like hearing a child say, I'm the Avatar. I yeah. think that's why they chose a woman. But I think they also kind of did it as like a dig because they made him like just dumb. Yeah. They just made him like, I'm quirky. And it's like... It's like, this is a, this is the only hope we have. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, the person writing the story did not like them mm-hmm. because we also show Uncle Iroh and Zuko. And Uncle Iroh is just a fat old man and Zuko is just an angry man-child. And right. Is that wrong? That's not wrong because in the, in the play, you know, uh, uh, Uncle Iroh usually would try to, you know try to get Zuko to do something other than just be so focused on finding the avatar. So in the play, they're like, hey, you know, have a slice of cake. Mm-hmm. And Zuko's like, I don't have time for anything. I'll slice his face. <laughs> and they kind of play on that. And it's kind of true because, you know, that really was a dynamic at the very beginning. It's like Zuko was so focused on finding the avatar that he had like no room for like play. Yeah. And Uncle Iron, I think, was trying to teach him the whole time, like, you need to chill. Yeah. And so... Yeah, find the joys. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was kind of some some truth to that relationship there. Um, and they just kind of go through a recap of the whole entire first season. And they <laughs> introduce Jet, and it's just so funny because Katara's like, oh, Jet, you're my... So, you're so bad. <laughs> she, she's like oh, moaning the It's so funny. <laughs> It's so funny because we Katara's made, so embarrassed. So embarrassed, but we made fun of her and Jet, like the whole thing. And I think it's just funny because we obviously exaggerate when we redo these tellings. And I think it's funny to see it exaggerated, like how we say, because we're always like, why is Katara always crying? And mm-hmm. she's crying throughout this whole entire play, which is hilarious. And nobody's kind of liking it. Yeah. Other than. Toph. Toph. Toph is loving it, and she thinks that everything is pretty accurate. And it ends with the the final battle where, um, you know how he kills the moon spirit? Uh-huh. And then um, Yue gives her life to the moon, and then when she does that, the avatar turns into that big um, gooey monster and then starts attacking all the Fire Nation. Cause oh, they all came that's to right. Him. That's right. And then, like, at the end where Zuko and Zhao, they're about to, like, face off, the monster just grabs... Yeah, job. that's true. Because he's the one that killed the, the yeah. monster. Yeah, 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 that's true. So that was like the scene. The yeah. And they're embarrassed. No, they're all embarrassed. So it's intermission. Uh-huh. And they're all processing what they just watched. Right. No one's happy. And there's just the funniest line with Katara. What does she say? It's just the She's funniest like, thing ever. Guys, those are obviously not accurate portrayals. It's not like I'm just like moaning, groaning, preachy, crying girl who always gives speeches about hope. And there's like dead silence. And Aang's like, yeah, you're right. That's not you. (laughs) And Toph is basically like, listen, guys, 
basically the guy did his research yeah. on us and yeah. you know it's pretty accurate and you know the truth hurts yeah because they're all basically complaining and is really upset that uh uh, a woman is playing him, and Toph is like, well, you are more in touch with your feminine side. Which is true. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, as a little kid, of course, he takes that personally. And then, you know, the second part starts, which is book two about the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced to Toph's character, who is a full-blown man. <laughs> full-blown uh, man that competes in WWE. Like, huge buff like deep voice man yes and the funny thing about this whole entire episode is i definitely think a lot of the jokes are like breaking the third wall kind of like like you know there's a comment that is made where jet dies and then who azuko was like did jet really die and then sokka's like i don't know it's kind of like unclear which is true it's true like that's a true fact like we let that episode where you know um uh, Twiddle Dumb and Twiddle Do said, <laughs> you know, we got him. Yeah. You, you know, we got him. It is assumed that, yeah, that he died because as they were walking away, Toph is like, you yeah. know, they don't got him. He's not good. He and was crushed. <laughs> he was crushed in the chest. Right. Um, and it's just funny that they make that point. But mm-hmm. one of the things about Toph's character is that that was her original design. They were going to make her a, a man like that. Really? Yeah. And they opted to make it into a little girl because they thought that'd be more interesting. That's uh-huh. the most powerful bender. Is a little girl. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I actually like that they did that. Yeah. And Toph is loving her character. She's Loves like, it. I could have not envisioned myself any other way. <laughs> I Which I think is also a call to like, like kind of saying like, I can't imagine you chose a little girl when you could have chose like a right. big buff man, you know? Mm-hmm. So love these little inner jokes that they have in the play, which I think makes it less stupid than normal. Right. And then things get kind of serious because they show the scene of Zuko and Katara in that locked away right. jail thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the gem jail. Uh, Aang didn't know what happened in there. Right. We as the audience knew that they connected. They had their, a moment. They had their dead mom moment. Um, and she was going to use that fucking spirit water that she brought Aang back to life with on his ugly ass face. And then he betrayed them. Yeah. What happens? So basically, you know, in the play, they make it seem like, and I mean, you, I guess you could, that basically, Katara's like, Zuko, I've always found you so attractive. Since the moment I got, you captured me. And then Zuko's like, you don't have to feel bad for me, which is kind of like the notion that he had during that interaction. He's like, you don't have to feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm. You know, the scar is like, I guess who I am. Um, when we did see that scene, and then he's like, also, aren't you the Avatar's girl? Yeah. And Katara in this play is like the Avatar. And like, that's like a little brother to me. I could never see him in a romantic way. And also, how could he ever know about... And you you have the characters in the play essentially kind of like hug and embrace each other. Um, and Aang is not having it. He leaves. Yeah. And then, you know, Sokka obviously can't read a room. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, you're getting up? Can you get me fire gummies and fire flakes? Um, so obviously, you know, Aang... I think probably is going to believe that since, you know, everyone's saying like, well, not everyone, but Toph is like, oh, these are really uh, like right on um, interactions that happen um, in in real life that now are being, you know, played out in this play. Yeah. So Aang is maybe now imagining like, you know, they never really said what happened between them. I just know that they were there and we did see that they were kind of close. Mm-hmm. And then Uncle Iron and Aang got there and Aang's like, get away from her. Mm-hmm. So it's I was up left for interpretation, and now this play makes it seem like they had something. Yeah, which we kind of 
said that mm-hmm. when we recorded. We were like, they want to fuck. Like, yeah. she really likes him, and it makes sense. And Aang definitely is internalizing that because there's still so many unsaid feelings. Like, mm-hmm. he's expressed that he likes her in ways without telling her, which right. is kind of like, at this point, dude, just fucking say, just fucking say I like you. Like, yeah, I mean, he did kiss her. He did, but he didn't. He ran away. Yeah, and he thought he was going to die. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it ends with, like, how, how everything happened, where Zuko betrayed his uncle, and then May and Tai, uh, Tai Lee and Azula overthrow the, the prince, and then Aang gets killed, pretty much. Who knows what the next section is going to show, because they're in another intermission, which is going to be book three, which we're on now. Okay. They went in hiding. That's true. Technically, nobody no, knows he's that's, alive. That's true. Other than the... The Fire Lord after right. the last episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically what we're seeing is up until, yeah, before they went to hiding. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last part of the play is going to be what happens after the invasion. Right. But while they're waiting, there is another intermission mm-hmm. and everyone is like extra triggered. One, because Aang is gone. So Katara goes to look for him. Right. And two, uh... I guess two and three. Two is Sokka wants to give the actor some tips. He's like, right. He's like, he could say better jokes. Yeah. So Suki helps him get 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 to him for some jokes, and then Zuko and Toph are left alone. Mm-hmm. Zuko and Toph kind of have a little combo because in the play, he it, it well, okay. Wow. It shows basically, you know, what did happen. So Zuko portrayed his uncle and. It's unbeknownst to us, basically, through the play and, and what we know now, where he is actually. We do know that he escaped from mm-hmm. uh, the past few episodes. But Zuko, you know, really talks to Toph about how she really can't relate because, you know, in the play, they do, you know, cast her as someone sassy that takes on 10 guys and is built and is, like, so good. Yeah. He's like, but in my case, you know, they're basically throwing everything bad that I've done and shoving it down my throat again and he's like you know that thing with my uncle it's something that it's like what i regret the most and i don't know if i'll ever be able to redeem myself yeah and Toph is like you know i think you've already redeemed yourself because i've talked to your uncle i've I've had conversations with him and it was kind of annoying because all he did was talk about you and then zuko's like what yeah and he's like yeah you know he basically just wanted you to find your own path and find the light for yourself and he's like so in that in, in in that sense, you already have because you decided to make a choice and join us. So I'm sure he's really proud of you either way. And so I think that that is comforting for Zuko because I think Zuko's just thinking about the negative moments. And yeah, he did treat his uncle like trash. For sure. And now he doesn't know where he's at, but re- realizing that, you know, Toph literally, you know, had that those moments with uh, Uncle Aaron and how selfless Uncle has always been. That even to this point, Uncle's probably still, like, praying for Zuko. For sure. You know? For sure. And Zuko kind of realizes that, like, yes, these words were terrible and what I did was terrible. But at the end of the day, he still loved him and wanted the best for him. Mm-hmm. What's parents love? That's true. And now his actions are showing something different. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, Sokka and Kyoshi make it uh, okay. backstage. Zuki. Oh, shit. Yeah. Who the fuck is Kyoshi? Oh, yeah. Zuki make it backstage with Zuki's help. And uh, Sokka is able to give the Sokka actor a few jokes. 
And Which you hated. You know, <laughs> Sokka is so annoying. I actually, he may be my least favorite character. Oh, Bazooko? Yeah, I fucking hate that dude. He just is so annoying. He's just like a typical guy. And he's so happy that he got these jokes to the guy. And the yeah. guy did find them funny. Yeah. And, you know, the guy's like, well, who are you? And he's like, just the guy that likes comedy. I'm like, they're not even funny. Uh, yeah. And then, the elephant in the room. Right. Katara finds Aang. Right. Aang's so annoying. He's just like, did you mean those words? And she's like... What words? Well, then the play. He's like, Aang, that was a literal actor. That was a play. Yeah. And he's like, well, I did kiss you, you know, uh, before the invasion. And, you know, I thought we'd be together and we're not. And it's because you probably do see me like a brother. And she's like... We have a, a war. Oh yeah. We I I have so much going on. Like I just you know it's not the right time. And as a boy, like a typical boy, well, when's the right time? And yeah. she's like, just I'm confused, Ang. What does <sighs> what does he do? He kisses her after she literally says, "I'm confused. It's not the right time." Like, it's fine. It's really hard when Ang is like not likable. He's just I don't know, dude. I was just like. I guess you're a little boy and you're dumb, but damn, that was dumb. Yeah. And, rude. And I think it kind of plays a bit into what boys actually really do do and think. Yeah. After, like, you tell them, like, it's just not the right time. Really, you know, it's also that miscommunication, though. They're young. Yeah. But I think, like, now that we're grown up, it's almost like Katara should be like, listen, Aang, I never saw said I saw you like a brother. But right now, I can't even think of a relationship with you yeah. romantically because we're fighting a war. Yeah. And I think what Aang heard is just like, okay, maybe if I kiss her, she'll like yeah. for sure not see me as a, uh, as a brother. And so, you know, a selective hearing is very at play here. Yeah. And we're and, definitely blaming Aang. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Katara is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm going inside. Yeah. No consent either. Yeah. This boy <sighs> needs to stop. No means no. So... <laughs> So he goes back. That's true, though. So he goes back into the theater, and he's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's the end. So right. they did the whole invasion plan. Uh, they got in, and then they're like, "Okay, well, what? What now? We we're done." Yeah. Apparently, the, the actor had some free liberties in <laughs> predicting the future, and was just like, "Hey, uh, Azula and uh, Ozai are both like, we win, we won. The comet's here, and." You know, she's Azula's like, oh well, Zuko's here and Aang is here, and then Ozai's like, so go Azula, you go get Zuko, and I'll get Aang. Mm-hmm. Is that foreshadowing what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does. The play very much ends as like a doom and gloom because it makes it seem like uh, Fire Nation won and the Aang and Zuko died, like they're done. And obviously, that sets Aang off because. Yeah, he can't turn into the Avatar. And that was part of the fight that, well, the anger that came out of him was just that, like, he fucked up that day. Because of Katara. Because of Katara. Because of, like, loving her and not unlocking his chakra and then getting stabbed in the fucking back by lightning. It all, it all fucked him up. Yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on him because I think the reality of Fire Nation women is a lot more uh felt and sense versus them actually winning because of that because he can't get into the avatar state and because they have lost every single time yeah which is a funny joke that suki makes like damn y'all be losing all the time and did we not just say it's it's true true. um (laughs) so yeah then it ends and then they go home and then they're like this sucks they're like that play really was not good i think they're all in their feels because they're like oh shit 
And it probably is making them, while they were having maybe fun and being distracted, now it almost sets reality and like, that actually is very possible. Yeah, fun's over. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I liked this little intermission. Yeah. Uh, this is, I like this little breaky. Cool. Well, let's get, let's get into the fight. All right. Bye.